0: Welcome to the Willow in the Windies with David Oram. Cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it. Cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it. Yardley tried his best, for that one the test. They gave the crowd plenty fun. The second test and West Indies one with those little pals of mine.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Willow in the Windies, the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. With me once again this week to look at the hottest topics in the tropics is my good friend, Mr. Joseph Reds Pereira. Greetings, Reds. How are you?
0: Greetings to you. And uh, it hasn't been all that hot of late because uh, we have had this um, depression. Some people have been uh, hit by the storm very badly. So, a fair amount of rain. And, you know, we we, we are you know, saying our prayers for our sisters and brothers in Dominica because they've had
1: loss of life. Yes, uh, indeed, I was going to start with that and I'm glad you've mentioned that because uh, human tragedy is far more important than cricket at the end of the day. Um, we read about the uh, the storms hitting Dominica there. Um, what, what What is the latest that you've heard, being much nearer to the scene than myself? Well, there
0: is a recovery, um, search and recovery uh, Program still going on, Trinidad and Tobago, and others, I think Venezuela and possibly Puerto Rico, have lent some helicopters because, in some cases, uh, there is no access by road and communities are totally cut off. So, there's access by sea, which is slower. Um, The solutions have sent um, one of their Coast Guard cutters uh, to help. The helicopters are trying to uh, make the process a, a little easier. Um, but, uh, you know, there is a suggestion that loss of life could be as, as far as, as, as 20 people. I, I, I saw some of the footage um, because of the technology of the world today. Yeah. And some of the water gushing, I mean, you know, will... Um, just take away buildings, you know, we'll just take away farms, we'll just destroy roads. So, you know, th- these th- these disasters really will set, as in the case of Dominica, way back. Yeah. And I know when I went in there for the last test match, uh, Dominicans were very proud about the amount of millions they had spent to improve the road um, from Melville Hall, the airport, which <coughs> has been hit. Um, A lot of debris, the
1: surface of the airport I do not know about, Um,
0: a lot of that infrastructure which was so nicely put together, uh, a lot of bridges being built, uh, the cut time between Melville Hall and Rosso. I think that has also been been set back. Mm -hmm. What also may be set back, uh, David, uh, closer um, to your special interest, is the Windsor Park cricket ground. Yeah. I did email Lockhart Sebastian first of all inquiring about his own health and family and home and uh, my thoughts about the Winter Park yeah. and he said Reds it's, it's, it's serious, it's a disaster he didn't give me any details but that river running behind the Winter Park no, in normal circumstances where you have normal rainfall, it's flowing all the time at a good, good movement. So with water now, 12 inches, we are told. Uh, you can imagine th- that um, there is, in fact, water all over Windsor Park. Well, that's not really maybe a problem. But whether you've had damage to walls, whether you've, you've had damage to infrastructure, whether you've had uh, damage to the electrics that power the lights, um, etc., the dressing rooms, and you can just. To let your imagination run, mm-hmm. and I think it may have an impact if the West Indies were going to play an international game next year. Certainly, the Windward Islands must be hoping for a report. And I did send an email to, to Vice President uh, Emmanuel Nanton uh, asking him about uh, how things. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the Windwards might have to relocate. Their um, headquarters, because normally uh, the volcanoes, they are headquartered in Roseau. Uh, They might have to to come to uh, St. Lucia, be more central, or possibly go as far south as as Grenada. But um, life has been disrupted. Uh, Families have lost loved ones. Agriculture has been hit. And I think that sport has been set back also.
1: Yeah, no, I thought some prayers. Obviously, with the people of Dominica and, and the region, um, hopefully you'll be able to update us on uh, what has actually occurred and the um, the extent of the, the the damage and loss of life in in subsequent editions of of this show. Um, By your means. Let's look at the international scene. Reds, there's a, a tour the West Indies have of Sri Lanka coming up. They haven't finalised the exact dates, um, but. Um, Surely we must be expecting to see uh, a tour party announced soon?
0: Yes, uh, one was uh, almost expecting the, the tour party this morning when I went um, to the regional papers. I was hoping that Trinidad, uh, as per usual, will have the line-up. It didn't happen this morning. But um, if one can judge from the direction that Clive Lloyd and his selectors have uh, been, been going... I would think we can see maybe the same kind of, of focus on developing um, a new lineup. One of the um, areas that they'll have to try and uh, solve um, is the question of who will partner Bradley. Um mm-hmm. And of course, uh, you probably have. A chance to bring Bradley and johnson a few feel of dominique and the windwards will also come in to the reckoning so the opening batsman position um, will be no doubt looked at um, the fast bowling department where well, we could see maybe a young fast bowler uh, there was of course the uh, well covered fast bowling clinic by Phil Simmons. Yeah. Um, a lot will depend on fitness. How fit is Ravi Rampal? Um, what's the situation um, with Roach uh, as he's been playing in the cricket? Because he's gone off the boil uh, a, a little bit. Um, you indicated to me that Shannon Gabriel. Is um, getting some four day cricket under his belt. Uh, that's good. Peter Edwards is probably still waving his hands <laughs> at the selectors for his performance for Hampshire. So it's going to be an interesting um, lineup. Sri Lanka, you think of spin. And what would be the spin attack like? Um, you know, will Narayan be, be, be considered uh, Bisu? Uh, Seem to have found his all control. Um, there is, in fact, um, uh, promising uh, left hand from for, 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 from Barbados of Vincentian of parents. Um, pomal will, will he be looked mm. at as, as, as a test bowler? Um, who, and the, the, the Barbadian I'm referring to is Warwick all promising, spinner. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, you know, some discussion maybe taking place on who will be the captain. Will they stay with with, with with Ramden? Will they will they go to Holder? Some people feel that mm-hmm. the transition is right, maybe to go to Holder. We just have to wait and see. But I expect maybe Ramden will will keep the captaincy. If I can judge from the last time they invited him to.
1: To Barbados. Yes, he was reportedly there recently to discuss uh, uh, recent cricketing events and to look forward to that tour. And one would one would have expected if there had been whispers if he was being relieved of the captaincy. Uh, but you pointed out to me recently, uh, read that there was uh, uh, quite a, a, a harsh opinion of uh, Dinesh Ramdin from Jonathan Liu in the UK's Daily Telegraph. Recently, he. Uh, ...did a breakdown of the uh, the ten test captains in the world, uh, and he ranked them. And at number ten, he had Zimbabwe, who currently don't have a test captain. Uh, and at ninth, he had Dinesh Ramdin. He had this to say about Ramdin. With his thin voice and semi-permanent shrug, Ramdin doesn't seem like a guy who could inspire a team to return their library books on time, much less win a game of cricket. A cautious, ambitious, ambition-free, grudge-bearing captain whose occasional wins have come almost by accident, you suspect the selectors are looking to replace him with Jason Holder at the earliest possible opportunity. Was that a fair assessment? I've done it at the earliest
0: opportunity. um, You know, whether the West Indies selectors have read that piece, whether they will take that uh, on board... Um, what they can do, in fact, uh, to um, assist Ramdin if um, he's going to take the team um, to Sri Lanka. And it isn't, it isn't really reinventing the wheel, it isn't rocket science. Um, those around him, Phil Summons, Richie Richardson, um, the chairman of the selectors, Clive Lloyd. Has just got maybe to sit down and, and uh, look at areas where he can be more proactive. He mm-hmm. can certainly be more proactive in the um, the support of his bowlers. Um, sometimes you you see there's a reluctance um, to, to seize an opportunity where a wicket two have gone. Uh, we, we we don't have the third slip coming in, or we don't have the second gully, or we don't have the silly point or the forward square leg. to improve in. Um, Mm -hmm. The batting lineup, I think, is another area. If that is his responsibility, for all we know, it is Phil Simmons who, who, who that, and uh, it's, it's, it's uh, easy to be a good captain, David, when you have a winning team. You look yes. so much better. You have the confidence that you can uh, pull people in to take wickets. You have confidence that you are going to get runs from your middle order. Uh, you can get runs from, from, from your top order. So, you know, that also helps um, a, a, a captain and that hasn't been happening uh, quite uh, fr- frequently fr- frequently of
1: late mm. You uh, you mentioned the, the fast bowlers uh, just a short while ago and uh, touched upon um, uh, two or three names. Uh, Ravi Rampool has said in the last week that he wants to be available for West Indies in all formats and as you quite rightly say, let's hope that implies he's been working on his fitness. Uh, you also mentioned that both Shannon Gabriel and Fidel Edwards have been involved with county cricket. Uh, Edwards has been playing uh, for Hampshire this year, and Gables just off, apparently, to go and play the last couple of games in the English season for Worcestershire. How how important for West Indies cricketers is the experience of county cricket? I think it's a a good finishing school.
0: It's a good finishing school. Um, One thing about Rampo, where the rest have been playing Rand Paul has not played a lot of the longer version of the game Uh, so although he's indicated he's interested in test cricket he hasn't played any first class cricket of of late Mm. and that might negate against him especially if they're going to bring in um, from the camp that Phil Simmons got whether they're going to bring in a young fastball I mean there is Taylor there's no um, question to to his uh, ability um, Jason Holder, you know, can play an important role. And one of the criticisms from of, of um, Ramden that sometimes he's reluctant to bring Holder into the, the attack early
1: enough, and I'm sure the coaching staff will point that out to him. Mm. Well, if if going to uh, take a, a a role with Trinidad and Tobago in the. Uh, upcoming uh, four day season that will be to his benefit and to theirs although Trinidad and Tobago do seem to be uh, losing one or two players Jason Mohammed has been suspended for the first two games of the season for indiscretions last year and another piece of news this this week Red, was that uh, Ronnie Sarwan uh, said he wants to play for Jamaica this year
0: Yes I saw him briefly during um, the CPL matches in Guyana and um he was saying that the main problem with his first efforts to join the franchise in Trinidad was a problem which he had in England at Leicester. So I think maybe that is now over for him. That he's got um, the the hip, the back, whatever it was, um, fixed. And it will all depend on fitness. Mm. I think if he if he if he can first of all. Ensure that everyone that he is fit enough, and there will be no stiffness after practice. That he, he can put together some good scores. But I didn't quite see his name in the earlier um, franchise lineup for Jamaica. So th- this has come, um, you know, over the last few days of this news that he may play. But as they, they said
1: in the in the piece, he may may play. But that's subject to so many things. Hmm. Um, Sticking with Trinidad and Tobago, they were also in the news this week. Uh, Their board has uh, accused the the West Indies Cricket Board of avoiding their territory uh, with the the regional town hall meetings. Um, These have been going on in the last few months through the region. I know that you went and attended the one in St Lucia, Reds. Uh, Are these town hall meetings useful?
0: Well, I think basically overall they could have been promoted better. I think they have be promoted better um, by the agents of the board. I mean, the board could decide that a meeting will be X, held in X territory, but they will be um, expecting that the board of, of, of that island will start the promotion and ensure that a good venue is chosen. The one in St. Lucia, which probably has attracted maybe the biggest crowd, about 65 to 70. I think um, a, a number of things came out. Roland Butcher, for example, raised a question about coaching education, because now for anyone to get a contract in England, they have to have um, some level of coaching qualifications. That was answered by the president sharp to the point and uh, there was a question also of promotion of our first class cricket that mm. there was no promotion no ads no newspaper articles no banners and the president did in fact concede that the board has been lax in that area and there's even classical examples of journalists going into an island and when they tell the immigration officer that they have a cricket <laughs> the immigration office is saying, what cricket, When is being played, uh, as a good example that nobody knows that a uh, West East season is, is ongoing. Uh, there was a question um, of the sponsorship of the four-day tournament. That was asked in St. Lucia. And uh, they said that uh, they were optimistic that they may be able to work with a group who are looking to find the relevant uh, funds uh, for it. And um, I, I, I thought that um, there was some aggressive questions and, uh, you know, uh, whether, whether that was the same elsewhere, I do not know. Uh, one of the things uh, that I think all members representing the Western East Board, at these hall meetings, the whole um, idea to hold it is to hear the people, mm. but not the people hear them so much. It's for them to answer very quickly to the point and let other questions
1: uh, come in. Mm. Uh, the, 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 the question that was raised about there not having been uh, a town hall meeting in Trinidad and Tobago this week, it's been suggested that um, that has identified some antagonism between the Trinidad and Tobago Cricket Board and the West Indies Cricket Board. Uh, it's even been suggested that there's a little bit of a, a couple of factions that the Trinidad and Tobago Board uh, backed Joel Garner's um, he, he contested the the presidency of the West Indies Cricket Board earlier this year against uh, the incumbent, Mr. Dave Cameron. Uh, Joel Garner this week has just re, uh, been re-elected as president of the Barbados Cricket Association. Is is there are, are these boards at loggerheads? Um, Reds? Is there a division in the West Indies?
0: Well, I don't think that should affect the town hall meetings. I, I, from what I've been reading. Um, the Trinidadians uh, were not happy with the venue. I think the venue was the Queen's Park Oval. Uh, a, a lovely club, but uh, they were saying, uh, is it the best, best proximity? Is it the easiest place for the ordinary man uh, to get um, down um, to, to, to the Oval? And maybe they were suggesting that they could have been, you know, a, a more central position, um, that could accommodate uh, people. Um, that was, to me, the, the the main the main query. And I think basically, if the Western East Board is asking the Trinidad and Tobago Board um, to host a town hall meeting, it should, in fact, maybe allow the Trinidad and Tobago Board to decide on on, on the venue, on the time, etc.
1: And uh, you know, I, I think that that's. Very fundamental. Hmm. Well, there is going to be uh, it is being looked at the the regional and territorial boards and the general governance of West Indies cricket at the moment. Uh, Keith Mitchell, the Prime Minister of Grenada, has convened his Caricom uh, panel uh, to look into the whole issue in the in the region. Is there anything you would particularly like to see come out of uh, that panel's eventual report, Reds?
0: I think, first of all, if the subcommittee of CARICOM could meet with the West Indies Board, that in itself will be a step forward. The CARICOM committee should have enough on its plate uh, to raise, uh, with the West Indies Board, the whole question of governance, the the whole Patterson report, um, uh, the report that came out of of Charles Wilkins from St. Kitts, it will be an opportunity. to maybe finally raise the question of but opening the board, uh, having, instead of having two directors uh, per country, to have one director per, uh, per country. And to, to make um, the, the running of the board f- fairly simple, um, the question of uh, having a representative from uh, the private sector, a representative from uh, the trade union movement, a representative from CARICOM, and this must not be a token representation, uh, this must be a representation where they are not non-voting members. Uh, but the mere fact that they're getting towards a, a, a meeting uh, with the CARICOM subcommittee, um, to me, is very promising, and the CARICOM subcommittee must take advantage of really, uh, you know, uh, moving towards real change.
1: Hm. Mm. No, we'll wait and see what uh, what emerges from from that process. Uh, in our last few minutes, Reds, um, uh, I just want to go wider afield to the international game. Uh, in the last week, we saw the retirements of both Michael Clark and uh, Kumar Sangakkara from uh, international cricket. Um, were they greats or just very goods?
0: I would think that Sangakkara could be put into the column of great. Um, I think that Michael Clark, uh, you know, very good test player, um, maybe went on too long, where Sangakar, they were begging him to stay on. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the case of of, of of Michael Clark. Of course, he, he was troubled with a, with, a, with a bad back. And, you know, you can always be wise after an event, but maybe after the World Cup, he should have possibly uh, called it a uh, 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 day then and, and really end on on a high note, he was, and as far as the cap captain um captaincy was concerned a very aggressive captain he He won games, he looked to take wickets, he looked to take uh, advantage of, of of any opportunities i don 't believe he was a great man manager um, there were all kinds of stories about his inability uh, to to handle players and handle players in in, in the right way. But Sangakaro, I think, will be looked upon as maybe a great ambassador uh, for the game. Um, He stood up to the Sri Lankan uh, politicians, and uh, I think um, he stood up for cricket, he stood up for right, he took up for transparency and democracy, and, um, well, he's now even offered a, a job with the Sri Lankan government. I think he wants to discuss it with his family and friends before he takes it. But um, uh, Sandra Cairo, uh, uh, a great, great left-handed
1: batsman. Mm-hmm. There's, there's an irony, uh, it seems to me, where um, you felt Clark went on a little too too long, and yet he still was able to uh, uh, determine his own exit from the international game, something that Shiv Chandrapal uh, unfortunately failed to do in the last year. Um, Alistair Cook is now the world's leading current test run scorer that is of course assuming that Chandrapol has played his last test um, is his t- test career over do you think? Well if there's no information at present um, to indicate other I, I would think
0: uh, that um, uh, that that is so. A missed opportunity by the Indies board I think it was badly handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandrapol should have been um, you know met with and uh, information provided to Chandrapol Paul. Chandrapol Paul should not have left Barbados not knowing what was the the, the position and uh, had he been told that Barbados was the last s um, the Western East Board could have had an opportunity mm. to provide a great farewell but it was badly handled in Barbados and um, I think it will remain a, a bit of a sour note for a very long time mm. unless something dramatically happens uh, to provide
1: uh, a special occasion. Mm. Uh, once again, unfortunately, it seemed to me very much like a, a failure of communication on both sides. Uh, but let's hope that Chandra Paul goes and scores an absolute stack of runs for Guyana this season and um, demands re-inclusion.
0: Well, I think runs sometimes speaks for itself, and um, you know there was a feeling that he should have been maybe included. In the test match in, in in Dominica, so that he could have lent a little bit of support to, in an experienced batting lineup, but that's all water at the bridge. Um, would he get any consideration for Sri Lanka? I doubt it.
1: No, I doubt it too. And it's, uh, we seem to have come full circle as well with uh, unfortunately the mention of water and Dominica with the tragedy they've uh, suffered suffered this week. He was a a, a great. Uh, he was a, much loved in Dominica, Chandrapur and um, well, many will be uh, missing loved ones this week there. As I said before, Reds, our thoughts and prayers go out to them. Yes, by by
0: all means, I think uh, for the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, Dominica will be the focus, um, not just for cricket but um, for the the, the whole, um, you know, re. Um, Development of of the country, the World Bank will have to play a role, etc. But we don't want to get uh, too far away from the cricket. What probably is a little worrying from the Barbadian point of view is the very small turnout uh, for the president of the Barbados Cricket Association, where Joel Garner defeated Cundell Riley. Many years ago, I remember living in Barbados and covering. Um, uh, AGM, that Conrad Hunt, um, had thrown his hat in the ring, the late Western and East opening batsman, and you had, oh, hundreds, hundreds of, of, of people, uh, you know, at the Erskine Sanford Centre, and now, you know, you had less than, than, than 300 people voting, and people probably are worried where have all the BCA members gone, and that's something that Joel Garner will no doubt have. Uh, to look at how you can uh, get back the membership, uh, not membership just on paper, but paying, uh, paying financial membership and active membership. No,
1: absolutely, there's so many challenges uh, in Caribbean cricket on and off the field. Um, That's all we've got time for, Reds. Thank you very much once again for joining me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure, and um, we'll all look forward to the Western East team being along sometime in the coming days.
1: Yep, and that's something that uh, we'll be able to look at uh, perhaps next time, assuming it, uh, it emerges. Uh, I want to uh, thank as well the listeners for joining us. Uh, this has been The Willow in the Windies, the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, and I hope you can join us again next week. Goodbye.